0: Hello and welcome to episode 19 of The Brand Lounge, the place for unfiltered conversations on big topics for small businesses. I'm Tammy Heels, founder of Shadowcat Creative, where I'm a personal brand and marketing consultant, and I help service-based businesses to define their brand and achieve their version of success. Today, I am joined by the delightful Monique Basil-Wright, an organizational expert who has been dubbed the Planner Queen. Monique supports ambitious business owners to gain control and get organized, and also designs bespoke planners at her business, The Right Stationery. Thank you so, so much for joining me today, Monique.
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Like, who doesn't love talking about planners and stationery? Right, I know. Any other stationery addicts out there, this is one for you, definitely.
0: And today we are actually going to be talking about how to organize your way to success. And I'm sure it'll be of no surprise to our listeners that organisation can make business feel much easier, whether we love it or not. But with our conversation, Monique, I'd really love to start with kind of what are the key benefits that you see to organising your business?
1: Um, there are so many. So I'll try and keep it like my top ones. So in when you're running your day to day Um, having a plan and something to fall back on when you're organizing yourself makes your day run so much easier. You wake up, whether you do your planning the night before or the morning after that day, you wake up knowing what it is that you're going to do. And it's a lot easier to say no to those distractions because if something pops up, you kind of know, no, I know what I'm doing today. That has to wait till another time or brilliant, I've got flexibility to fit that in if I need to. So you're just a bit more aware and in the know what you've got to get done, what you do have time for, what you don't have time for, <laughs> and kind of fitting things in. And when you have that direction of knowing what your bigger goal is, your why and those type of things, that helps to drive what you do on your weekly, daily basis towards your success. So it's kind of, kind of keeping yourself in the know, I think is like one of the top things because then you can just plan and organize around that and you have a better chance of getting there rather than waking up and going, what should I do today? What am I meant to be doing today?
0: I think that that's a really, really good point because I've had days where I haven't even thought about what I'm doing the following day. And when you wake up in the morning, Like I'm a list maker. I love my lists. And if I don't even have kind of the outline of what I'm expecting that day, I kind of look at my calendar. That's a big surprise. Then I'll kind of can try and remember everything else. And I find that it's almost like my brain gets too full trying to remember everything that
1: needs to be done. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like you're helping to take that pressure off of yourself and your brain to try and remember and do all the things. Um, and it's it's kind of like that, kind of like lots of cringy things that you see on the internet, but there's truth in them of if you're not planning, you're like planning for failure by not doing it. And it is, it is true, because when you set yourself up for it, it's kind of like, okay, at least you know that top three things or the top one or what you'd be happy with by the end of the day that's actually moving you forward to whatever goal it is that you have or whatever project it is that you're trying to complete it will get you there a lot faster than kind of waking up and going I have no clue what's happening today I don't know what's in my diary I don't know what appointments are going on you don't know how to manage and navigate yourself throughout the day and it just gets you on that hamster wheel and by the end of it you're just like The day could probably feel really hectic and busy, Mm. but you can't quite attribute what it is that you actually got done that day because you don't have that plan set up or the day has kind
0: of gotten away with you. That's really interesting, actually. So organising, by organising your day and your time, you're actually also organising your energy for the day.
1: Yes, So
0: Yeah, I think that that's really interesting. And that's something like I am not one for routine. Anyone who's seen any of my recent Instagram stories where I've had this revelation that actually adults tend to have a routine has been mind blowing for me. But um, I do try and organize like my working hours. But I found more and more that organizing my personal time alongside
1: that has actually been quite beneficial too. Yeah. It's I find it so helpful. Um, One of the things, especially obviously pandemic, COVID, Mm. all the rest of it going on right now. um, It's really helpful to have blocks of time in my calendar. Mm. So, for example, um, I kind of design my ideal week and then my ideal day. So every day doesn't look the same, but there's a couple of days that do have themes and blocks in them. And what I like to do is look at my bigger Plan or to do list, to do list, whatever you want to call it. There's <laughs> so many different names at the minute, but whatever list it is that you're working from as a bigger whole, and then seeing what's happening that week and then where you can fit it in in those different blocks in that day. Because that way you have a bit more flexibility. And I've just found that's what's helping me a lot at the moment when things are ever changing. Like one minute you look at the news and there's this. <laughs> you
0: look yeah, at- yeah, I- that is a thing. <laughs> Planning when the world is so uncertain, at least
1: you can take control of your day. (laughs) Exactly. And having those blocks, like say, for example, eight till nine, um, I would like to get this done in that time. But if anything happens, you can just swap what you're putting into that block just to make your day flow in a way that's helpful. Or if something pops up that is unexpected, but is urgent to deal with, again, you can pop it in that block and then shift that other block to another time because you've got those sections. So it's kind of like planning with flexibility. I love
0: that. I think that that's really key as well, because I mean, we all went into business for ourselves so that we had that flexibility. So being able to be flexible with our time also helps remind us why we chose one of the reasons why we probably chose to go into business for ourselves to start with.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's something we all need to say to ourselves on like a daily or weekly basis to remind ourselves, no, you make the rules of how you run your day and how you run yeah. your business and you're doing it for your benefit and your success and your whatever it is that you want. So build that, put some time into figuring out what that is. And maybe kind of sometimes you just need to re-jig things or relook at it because you've changed or your circumstances have changed or the world around you has changed and you just need to modify it to kind of fit in. And yeah, I just find it super helpful to kind of keep reminding myself, if you don't want to have calls on a Monday, don't have calls on a Monday. If you want to finish early on a Friday, finish early on a Friday. If you want to not work on a Friday, don't work on a Friday. And just organise your time in terms of your work and your personal to fit in around that or figure out what it is you need to do to make that happen.
0: I really love that, and I think that that yeah, absolutely. Trying to trying to find the way that works best for you. Like I'm a huge advocate of doing business your way, and that includes working when you want to work. Like I actually spent some time working last night. I try and avoid working evenings, but it felt like the right time. I was feeling motivated. My other half was busy busy my other half is playing video games so (laughs) (laughs) look I'm not going to judge I do the same but it meant that I was like you know what I'm feeling quite organized and for once and I'm feeling quite motivated so I'm actually going to go and redo um a few pages on my website that have been on my list and I found that having a list of (laughs) very inspiringly titled Uh, stuff I want to do when I have time is just kind of on one side of my desk and picking something off of that. If I'm feeling motivated one day rather than, oh my goodness, what can I do for tomorrow? What can I do for next week? What can I do for this? Because I kind of perceive it as, oh, Hey, I've got a bonus hour that I can fit into my day. What bonus task can I take and do? And that's quite helpful for getting ahead on the big picture stuff. Um, so when it comes to how, I mean, I know how I organize myself, which is very mostly quite poorly, like my calendar is generally in good nick so that I've got all of my appointments and commitments. But when it comes to organizing my work, so not client work, but my business stuff, yeah, I think a lot of other business owners can probably relate to trying to find the time and prioritize our own work. So do you have any tips for the listeners on how to find that balance? And any advice on how to stick to it to make that time for
1: working in your business? Yeah, so that's one of the things that's been really important to me over the last few months. Because we all have these different plans and goals that we want to um, achieve and going into next year and things like that. And I kind of looked at it and thought... You've got to make it a non-negotiable like you would any other appointment that you put in your calendar. So if you have a client call, you put that in and only if their situation really needs it would you um, cancel or rearrange it or say, I can't do well. I would hope that no one says, oh, I can't be bothered. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you hope
0: not
1: (laughs) know. Right clients there, a bit of a red flag. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But if like you wouldn't normally say that to any appointments that you've booked, I can't be bothered or I'm too tired, I don't want to do it, you'd still kind of make those adjustments and carry on anyway. So mm. I think you have to look at your business in that light and keep looking back at what your big picture is, what your end goals are, or, or what it is that you're trying to achieve, because that can help to motivate you to, to get those things in. And what I've done in my planning my ideal week and days every morning from nine till 10 is when I have my time to work um, on my business. Mm. So that's sitting down and figuring out, oh, what, what am I doing with anybody? products that I want to release? What am I doing with any services that I want to offer? Do I need to sort out anything on my website? All of those different things. Um, Do I need to plan my social media posts? All of those things that are for your business to help you move forward. um, That's the time that I sit down so that all of the different things that I have that I want to do, that slot from nine till 10, I know that I have time to do that in that time. And if, uh, like you were saying earlier, if there are other things that you can fit into that time because you don't have anything you want to work on, then at least you have that there blocked out for yourself, um, which I find really helpful. And what I do is anything that I have going on, whether it's a client appointment, consultation calls, working on projects, I do not put it in that slot unless it's like a real emergency. That slot is sacred.
0: (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So you treat yourself as a client. So your business
1: is scheduled into your diary as a client. Yeah, and it doesn't always go perfectly, just to put that out there for everyone. There's some days where like my exercising and getting my steps in slot is in the morning. If it doesn't happen then, it's not happening at all. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> so um, sometimes that slot can run over if I've woken up late or the kids are going on in the morning mm-hmm. and different things like that. Things might be a little bit staggered or delayed. So sometimes it I may not have as long or I may say, okay, today didn't go as planned we're going to shift things around, but tomorrow I'll get back on it and I'll achieve two things in the one hour rather than the one that I was going to. So it's just kind of being kind to yourself and being flexible with it, but still treating it like a client or non-negotiable.
0: Yeah. I think that that's really important as well, because I mean, I've had to rearrange client meetings before because of circumstances, reasons, health, whatever it is. So being rigid with yourself in a way that you wouldn't be rigid with a client is also taking it too far. So
1: yeah, Yeah. You, well, no well,
0: you treat yourself as the client, but you give yourself the flexibility you would allow a client
1: to. Yeah, 100%. It's one of the things, um, I think it was like October or September time, I attended an event and they talked about what would you say to your best friend or mm-hmm. what would you say to someone that you knew and care about in a particular circumstance? Mm-hmm. and. That's kind of what you should be saying to yourself, pretty much. It's like giving yourself that space, that grace to be able to because I think a lot of us are really hard on ourselves with the things that we want to do and achieve. And it can be so detrimental to our actual progress and moving forward. Yeah, it's really interesting. So
0: I had a conversation with um someone the other day who is in a future episode. So sorry, spoilers, these aren't always recorded in order. Um, but we were talking about how. It's re- important to remember that your business is long-term. And I think that we often get caught up in that feeling of, I have to do this now. I need to do this now. When actually, exactly like you said earlier, Monique, like you're the one that's driving your deadlines. If you want to push back the launch of a product or a business or a service or whatever by a month, you're, you absolutely can. If that gives you the headspace that you need to be able to organize things better so that you're in a better headspace and ready to release it with the right energy, then you can do
1: that. 100%, honestly. And I really want people to really hear and listen to that one. <laughs> because it's Honestly, it's like, I have this massive thing about everything being Monique perfect. That's what my family <laughs> has called it. Because like you have these standards for yourself of what you want to achieve. And sometimes they're just, it's obviously great to have standards and have this level of, um, way that you work in ethics and things like that the products and works or services that you put out there but sometimes we can go above and beyond that because we want to do so well that it's kind of counterproductive and doesn't actually serve us um but yeah it's just yeah please yeah listen to that one so important
0: (laughs) it's funny though isn't it because I think we hold ourselves to standards that we would never dream of holding on to other people and It's that exactly what you said. It's about being kind. And I honestly believe that if you put the effort up front, if you're feeling like you're too busy to get anything done, take a break to organize your day or your week or whatever it is that you need to, because that will actually give you the space and almost like targets like, okay, so I have this time dedicated to focus on this. So I don't have to worry about anything else that's going on in my mind yeah that one thing at a time kind of mentality and something that i've had recommended to me before is um re- what you were saying about sometimes um appointments overrun or sometimes your morning routine goes out the window because like well mine did this morning because of my cats being little buggers and you have <laughs> children I'm, I'm aware that people with children have the same thing probably more often than i do with my cats playing up but um having a buffer hour 10 minutes, half an hour, um, a shit happens hour in your week, whatever it is that you need just to give you that space so that, oh my goodness, I needed, needed an air quotes to get all of this done this week and this overran and that overran and this overran. But hey, because I gave myself that buffer, actually it's okay.
1: Yeah, 100% agree with buffers, whether it be five, 10 minutes, an hour, Brilliant. Love that. It's so really, really helpful Um, when I'm booking in client calls as well, or like Zoom calls or networking or whatever it is. I'm always allowing myself um, an amount of time afterwards to just like take a break, go grab a water, do what you need to do, refreshing yourself. Um, If it's a client call, just kind of making notes from the call or processing what you've just Kind of done because they can be quite heavy loaded and you can get zoomed out as well. (laughs) So, yeah, having that buffer time is so helpful. So, I make sure that I have them at the beginning and at the end. So, it just gives me that space. And if anything is happening, then you've got that kind of bit of time to be like, oh, I need to sort something out or I need to do something. And then you don't feel so rushed when you're getting to the end of what you need to do. Mm -hmm. So, it's kind of like, again, being kind with yourself and just understanding where you are and what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I think that those yeah absolutely brilliant tips. And I mean, you work with so many different types of business owners as well. So, do you find that there are common trends that come through that would be interesting to kind of discuss?
1: Um, I think because the themes that I'm seeing that the people, um, mainly women in business who have this ambition, this drive, they want to achieve, they want to do so much um, and they're successful in what they're doing, the actual business itself. But there's kind of like this block between um, achieving more or having less stress or Mm -hmm. feeling less busy and actually like productive. I've got something done today and I'm super proud of that. And it's moved me forward towards where I want to be or I'm achieving what I want to be achieving in the time frame that's working for me. So it's that sort of thing where they've got all of this awesomeness and potential. But there's just a blocker between figuring out what the right planning method and style is for them rather than trying to fit yourself into a template, if that makes sense. So it's um, your... You might see a, a certain thing out there that's like, oh, plan like this and 25 minutes and then five minute break, and they're all great to trial and test to see what works for you. But I'm such a massive advocate of making sure that it, it works with your actual lifestyle, not what your. Uh, it's not to say that you can't picture doing more and changing what you're doing, but be very realistic with how your life actually is right now so you can work to make it better for the future because it's kind of like trying to add in things to the future life that you haven't worked on just yet doesn't quite
0: work no I, I get that though because sometimes it's just like oh if I because it's easy to get clouded by all the information that's out there exactly what you said and you need to find something that works for you but I do have those moments where I like right I'm going to spend my day today like I have the business that I want to have in the future. And then I realize that I don't have that and it doesn't work quite the way that I need it to right now. So then everything just feels so much harder. So yeah, Yeah. I think it's important that looking, planning for, planning and working towards the business that you want to have and embodying some of that in your day, but being realistic as to how much of that you actually can (laughs) 100%
1: because I like, obviously I, I want to be in a certain position and that's what I'm working towards and I'm believing it and manifesting that it's going to happen and that it is happening by the things that I'm doing right now. But you also have to be realistic about what your life looks like right now, the changes, the transitions, the work that you need to put into it to get to that place. It won't just happen because you're wishing it. (laughs)
0: To <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I sent um I sent an email out recently, and it had um a quote that I don't know if it's an actual quote or if it's me that made it up or if it's like a bastardization of several quotes. But it was like the difference between an uh the difference between a goal and a wish is action. Yeah, and I think that that really helped. Well, it resonated with me, so I shared it with others as well because I really feel like the difference between sitting there and wishing your life was different and sitting there and working towards making your life different is the action that you take or don't
1: take. Yeah, 100%.
0: Perfect. So I would love to know any advice that you have for newbies out there who are kind of sat there going, this all sounds great, but it's way, way, way too far in the future for me. I don't even know where to begin.
1: Yeah, I think it's super important to have um a support system around you, um, whether that is a group or some sort of program that you can join or um, there are lots of free things out there because I know that not all businesses who are starting out have a lot of um, capital income to be able to kind of invest in lots of different things, but finding you a tribe, community, um, people that you vibe with, however you want to say it, however you want to call it, but just finding that because running your own business can be a really lonely road sometimes and you can get really lost in either the noise that's happening outside or the noise that's being created with you within your own self trying to yeah. figure out what the best way is where to go um if you are able to invest in uh some form of coaching or group coaching or something like that just so that you're not there trying to do all the things trying to think of all the things on your own by yourself um and that's something that I really wish that I had when I started. Um, because when I look at the difference that having coaches and group programs that you can be a part of a world of difference and I think that's yeah it felt lonely and kind of like I'm doing this all on my own I don't know what I'm doing I'm having to research everything and figure it out on my own and it can just save you so much time by being a part of a community where you can ask people and it's nice to have a diverse like a diverse group so people who are maybe in the same position, people who are a little bit further ahead and then people who are a lot further ahead so you can see the whole process. You can see the whole of the success. You can see the whole of everything from different points of view and yeah. that can also help you to grow yourself as well. I love that. I
0: think that that's a really good way of finding kind of finding how other this is one of the reasons why I started the podcast. It's like learning how other people run their business so that you can kind of take what works for you from that and try on different things. Yeah. And um, when it comes to like day-to-day organisation, if someone has never sat down and written a to-do list before, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who have not written lists before. I I can't imagine, but hi, hi guys. Um, (laughs) But if there are people out there who have, or maybe this is their day one of their business, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, what would be like the first step towards organizing kind of their day?
1: Um, I think I always go back to that top bit of what is your why? Yeah. because it literally drives and will drive everything that you do. When you're having really good days, when you're having really bad days, when you don't know what to do, when you feel like you want to give up, knowing your why will help keep you going forward. So when you wake up and you're just like, it's too dark, it's too cold, I'm really tired, I can't be asked, like I don't want to do anything today. Knowing why you're doing what you're doing, why you're starting this business, why you're on this journey will reframe that for you and go, oh yes, I want to be able to go on four holidays per year. That's one of my goals. Um, well... It's a good goal. Okay, it's one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, before COVID came along, but we will get back there in 2021. Um, but yeah, just knowing what those different layers are that make up that bigger why, I think you should start there because if you don't know what it is you're working towards, if you don't know what you're building towards, what you're earning for... I'm just a bit like, what are you doing? In the nicest way, and said with love, of course. But just kind of like, if you don't know what that why is, why you're doing anything, then genuinely, what are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Like, yeah. I not even get my because I'm like, so like fired up from it. It's like, you need <laughs> to like, know your why. What are you and- doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, what are you doing <laughs> with your life? But yeah, like when you don't know what that top bit is that you're working like kind of from, mm. yeah, it just, it just, I think you kind of roam around aimlessly, Mm -hmm. like you're there doing things, but then it's kind of like, it's not tying back to anything. You'll have these tasks, but then it's just like, what does it lead back to? What is the intention? What is the purpose? What is the end result from that thing contributing to your bigger thing? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would always say to start there. And I know that some people may find it a bit woo-woo or wishy-washy, but honestly, so so important and when you find it so many things make sense
0: yeah i find that that's it's really interesting because i said this before and i'm sure that i will say it again like every episode i'm surprised at the amount of mindset work that goes into whatever the subject is like yeah. whatever the subject is we've covered what to call yourself in your business we've covered pricing we've covered like limiting beliefs we've covered organization All of these different things and it's always starts or comes back to mindset because if you don't know why you're doing it or where you're going, then it's, it's kind of, there's no intention behind the actions that you're taking. So it's not going to get you anywhere.
1: Yeah. Someone used a really great analogy of getting in the car and not putting a destination into the sat nav. You don't know the direction that you're meant to be going and you just start driving. You're going to waste your time. You're going to waste your petrol. You're going to waste so much effort. And you're just going to end up kind of in a loop or lost when you're doing all of these things, but it's not getting you anywhere. So yeah, Yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that it's so important to know what you're working towards, because I think that it's something with um, the corporate mindset as well, because when you're in a corporate world, if you've gone from a corporate job to self-employment, like you go to work every day because you go to work every day. Yeah, Like that's the reason that you go, you go to work every day because you have a job and you get paid once a month. And that's what, that's the, that's the deal. That's what we do. That's why we do it. Whereas, um, as a small business owner, it's no longer about, okay, so I turn up every day because I get paid once a month at the same (laughs) amount at the same time. It's more, actually, I'm building something for the future lifestyle I want to have So this is all on me. Like my life can literally look however I want it to yeah. um, with certain amounts of effort and, you know, universe playing ball and whatever else. But it's all about, you know, you're driving what you're doing. And I think that it's really important what you said. I actually had this a couple of days ago where I looked at my to-do list and it felt so overwhelming because you know, we're recording this end of November, Christmas is coming up. I don't want to be working past the 12th because my birthday's on the 14th. I want December as much as possible to be kind of family time after the year that it has been. I mean, admittedly over Zoom, but you know, and I looked at my to-do list and I was just like, there's so much here. And what I actually did was split it out into three different sections. So one was client work. So Mm -hmm. anything that was client focused that needed to be done, Anything that was lead generation or moving me towards kind of the goals that I want to hit by the end of the year went into a second column. And then everything else went into the third column, which was like nice to have. Yeah. (laughs) And the pressure just kind of lifted because I was like, right, I can see what I have to get done. I see what would be beneficial to get done. Yeah. And I see the rest of the stuff that I'm like, okay, actually, I can give myself a bit of a break when it comes to that kind of things. Like, no one is going to bat an eyelid if my Instagram post on Friday is two hours later than I thought it was going to be, or doesn't appear at all, you know? Um, So I'd love to hear your thoughts, actually, when it comes to organizing and the different methods of organizing your day. Because for me, I chop and change depending on what I need at the time. So I've done uh, calendar blocking, which I find really helpful because... It makes me look at what I'm saying yes to, because I am a time optimist. I'm sure you've come across us before. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> I'm one of those people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyone who doesn't know, a time optimist is someone who absolutely believes that they can fit in all of the things that they have systematically decided is going to fit into an hour, despite the fact it's probably several weeks worth of work. So, like, <laughs> you're very optimistic about what you can get done in the time that you have. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's something that I, when I heard that term, I was like, I feel so seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so seen and heard. I'm just like, I am definitely one of those people. Cause I'm just like, it's like when you have a, your calendar and you think, oh, brilliant! I've got two hours, and then say three or four different things come at you, and you're like, yes, I can do those things. But those individual things take up that one two-hour slots. But yes. you said, yeah, I can do all
0: four of those in two hours. That's <laughs> fine. And again, yeah. it's not like the corporate world where you can switch off at five o'clock and go, oh, well, I'll do that tomorrow because yeah. it will just be sat there in your mind the whole time. So yeah, when it comes to the different methods of doing the practical side of organization, yeah. are there certain things that you find, um, are there certain things that you keep going back to that you find helpful for kind of like a good group, group of people?
1: Yes. So um, the main things that I work from is whether you are a paper person whether you're a digital person or whether you're a combination of both. Majority of people fit in there somewhere um, and it's just figuring out which combination is right for you. And that's where the work on knowing your why, figuring out how it is that you need to plan and then figuring out what the tool is. So that's that three-step process is what I usually go through with my clients when we're working on a more bespoke planner and creating things. So it's knowing your why, while you're like, you know, living, breathing. <laughs> 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 why you're doing it yeah and then knowing the style so for example everyone we all have similarities but we all have a certain way that we need to process information how we need to view information and how often or how we need to go back to check what we're doing so um if I go through like for myself I need to see things a month at a glance um for kind of bigger things like appointments um like non-negotiables in my calendar appointments for my clients appointments for myself appointments for my kids husband all of those things and then I also need to see at a glance like blocks of things that will involve me or in me doing something so whether it is my task or picking up a child's and <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of your own children hopefully <laughs>
1: We're making sure that they're, you know, they're picked up, they're sorted. No one's left somewhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I, I know that I need to process that type of in- information that way. For so my day-to-day planning, I will need to see things in a list, an appointment format. Mm-hmm. So um, that can either be in my physical planner and I'm more of a paper person when it comes to my deep, my own planning. And then sometimes I'll need to see it in Trello. So that's one of the things so I've tried. So so many shiny object syndrome. I'm sure people can relate. Where well, there's Trello, there's Asana, there's ClickUp, there's um, Monday, Mondays yeah, one, Monday, yeah. There's so many different ones. Basecamp. Listen, there's so many Airtable. So so many. <laughs> and you try them all, trying to find the right one. But sometimes you can go a bit overboard. Um, so yeah, mine is paper planning for the daily, and then Trello because I can move things around in Trello and the day-to-day planning of this is set in stone. I'm doing this right now. So that's how it kind of works. And I think that it's really important to remember that the way you will need to plan on a particular day, week or month is going to change based on how you feel and what you need to, just like you were saying, you may need to flick back and forth between time blocking and just picking one thing for that day or three things for that day and that's it. Or um, kind of knowing that you're going to literally schedule every second of your day down to the T because that day that's just what you need Mm. to do. Or you're going to say, no, I've got a block in the morning and I've got a block in the afternoon. Here's my I would like to get done list and I'm just going to do as many as I can in that time. Um, So it's just kind of being aware of what they are what gets you the best results and kind of feeling in yourself and going, okay, which one do I need today? Do I need a bit of tough love or do I need a bit of calm and flexibility?
0: Yeah, I like that. And I, I, you know, I'm a huge advocate now of kind of building my days around the energy that I have. And sometimes it's unavoidable, but for the most part, I find that the work gets done better if I respond to what I need rather than going right. I've scheduled my day to the minute, and then something goes wrong, and then that that does affect the way that I approach the rest of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You have to do that little bit of work, um, research, trial and error to use what works for you. So if that kind of down to the minute planning is going to have a negative effect on you and your energy. Scrap it, that's fine, or bring it in when it's needed. For me, there are certain days where I'm just like, okay, there is so much going on, mm-hmm. and I want to and need to achieve certain things. That military pre- precision is how I'm going to manage this day, yeah. Yeah. and that's what I'll do. And then there are other days where I'm just like, you know what? We're going to have a chill start to the day, not doing anything before 10 o'clock, and I've got two slots, and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's realizing what the different options are and working to that you don't need a full dated planner and everything else if an online app and a notebook is all you need or a notepad um you don't need a full booked and blocked out calendar if all you need is Trello with your different cards and you can just move things around it's just figuring out those different combinations
0: yeah I think that's really great actually and I think that having that realization that organizational tools are tools like they facilitate productivity in different ways because I mean I when I'm cooking a roast dinner I literally plan everything down to the minute like everything is down to the minute so I know exactly what's going in the oven exactly when at what temperature for how long (laughs) Um, but when it comes to anything else I just kind of wing it because it just feels much easier and I think it's the same with business like I've had days where I'm just like you know what I'm just going to see how the day takes me And sometimes those will be my most productive days and sometimes they'll be my least. But again, it's all coming back to that being flexible. If you, if you know that, and also don't look at your days in isolation, I think is another key is like, look at your, you know, your days are just part, it's just a little nubbin of your week.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, that's such a brilliant point because it is. You can get so lost in the finer details of one day that you actually lose sight of the bigger picture for that week, month, quarter and year. That's mm-hmm. how I always look at things. Um, I may obviously go excessive with the planning because, you know, That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's kind of like when you look at the day in isolation, as you said, you then lose. Oh, what is this linking back to? Where is this going? And you end up spending your time and energy on something that you shouldn't be or shouldn't be as high on your priority list as you're making it out to be. Yeah I love that and I think that um, once
0: you find the solution that works for you don't be afraid to change it if it stops working for you.
1: Exactly it's so important to reassess, reflect, refocus On how it is that you need to plan. It always comes back to in that time that you're in, in that period, that season, how do you need to process information and how often do you need to go back to it? Because when it's darker, and I don't know if a lot of people can relate to this, when it's darker and colder, it's a struggle. (laughs) In the morning (laughs) time, It's, it's a struggle. So for me, I know that I need to do things like making sure I'm getting enough sleep and making sure that I'm kind of winding down the day before at an earlier time so I can switch off and get that sleep. And then when I wake up, at least if it's dark and cold, I've still got that energy to be like, yeah, okay, this is what we're doing Mm -hmm. and getting that in there. And I love the fact that you keep talking about managing your energy because it is, again, so important. All of these different sections all come together and work as one for yourself once you know what those are. And I know that morning times, I'm not a morning person by choice. it's by force. I can't
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that might be what happens when you choose to have um, kids and it's like, you know what they have a completely different times go. I've got um two nieces and a nephew so I, I'm aware of this morning time thing. I mean, I don't start my day until ten because that's what works for me but <laughs> I work through until later if I need to, but yeah, the exactly. whole morning yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm not a morning person by choice. This just happened, and then my body just once I wake up at a certain time maybe two or three days in a row, my body just automatically bings awake. So I then know I'm going to be awake at this time. How can I leverage that? Even if I'm working from my air quote soft office, which is my bed, (laughs) at least I can go, okay, my energy is going to be at this level. What tasks can I, um, get done but still be effective there's no point doing something in a two-hour slot that should take you 15 minutes because you're struggling to get through it Mm -hmm. just yeah be aware of your energy I know that if in the morning I get my steps done it I I feel like oh if I do nothing else today my steps have been done it's a good day So it's just getting knowing, but if I know that I don't do it and then I leave it to the rest of the day, it's on my mind for the, for the whole day and I can't stop thinking about it. And that takes up energy. That's not necessary. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely agree with managing your energy as a part of the whole and not looking at just one day as a thing. It's looking at the collective bigger picture as well.
0: Yeah. I think that that's also especially important, like not just throughout a pandemic, because I, you know, I know that COVID has been like, thing (laughs) it has not been fun but equally there are so many different things seasons occasions occurrences that could impact your business that could take you out of action for a month or more like if there's a Personal thing, if you have, like, if your mental health suddenly takes a no-dive and you need to take time off, if Christmas suddenly crops up and you decide to have a massive family Christmas and take December off, or if, um, you know, you decide to go traveling for a month, like, all of these different options, both positive and negative... That may mean that you have less time in your day. By being organized and embracing the fact that it's for the overall picture, I think is really going to be something that helps you to balance the expectations that you have on yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm a massive believer in managing your expectations as well. My husband is notorious for not doing that. Because you'll just have these like grants, we're both creative and we both are self-employed and we both kind of work on like physical things and products. So he'll just be like, yeah, I'm going to do this and that. And I'm just like, do remember that you have kids and that we all <laughs> eat dinner and all of these like basic human family things or um, just kind of like expecting a lot out of something and then having a bit of disappointment when it doesn't quite go that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, big believer in um, managing expectations. It's not to say to not have dreams and goals and things that push you outside of your comfort zone. That's completely fine. But it's kind of just like, I don't know, something like I want to gain, I don't know, a thousand followers in half a day. And it's just like, um, yeah, I don't know about that one. Like maybe start with like five or 10 and knowing how many hours of kind of like connecting with people, building relationships and that time it's going to take to achieve that. And then once you kind of get the idea, then you can kind of average things out and know where, again, where your energy and time is going to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's hugely important that you're, you can achieve anything that you want to achieve. But I think that there is a certain amount of, you have to take responsibility for the expectations you're setting for yourself because, yeah. you know, that is your emotional, that is your emotional, um, like leverage. That's where you need to manage how much your expectations are going to impact how you feel, because that could be the worst thing to do and sets you back because you're like, oh, I didn't hit my goal. Well, obviously this isn't for me when actually you just were unrealistic with your time expectations. And if you had organized your business to accommodate your goals, then you're setting yourself up much more likely for success.
1: Yeah, I have those kind of targets where I'm just like, oh, if I do 10 of this, I'll be so super happy. If I do 20, I'll literally explode to the moon. If I do 30... (laughs) And I just have these different stages of, like... <laughs> Literally, blow to the moon is my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the things set for myself, and they just kind of like help um with knowing like I know what my minimum is and I want to pass that and I'm working to achieve past that but then I kind of know if nothing comes out of this apart from helping one person or selling this many things or achieving this income I have those different levels and obviously my levels of excitement and exploding to the moon prices which with each one <laughs> yeah I think that that's brilliant um so just before
0: before we wrap up, one thing that I did want to cover quickly was, or not quickly, depending. um I know we've talked a lot about uh, when you're starting a business and how to be organized at the beginning, but for those of us who are kind of at that stage where we're not quite sure We know that we're probably going to need some form of support. And I think that the world of VAs or virtual assistants, if you're not familiar with kind of the acronym, are opening up and making it much more feasible for business owners to outsource a lot of the tasks like admin and organization and planning. So if there is someone who is at that stage of their business where they're like, I'm drowning, I can't organize my way out of this. So I feel like I need support, but it's a big step. Do you have any
1: advice on people who are kind of in that stage? Yeah, I've got a couple of things um, that I would highly recommend. (laughs) And one of them is having a good idea of the different things that happen or should be happening in your business for yourself and probably do one for your personal life as well. Because it's, um, I always say it's not just the business things that you can outsource. It could be Um, household or family things as well for example the cleaning the ironing the window cleaning the gardening um, and things like that so don't exclude personal things that could be outsourced but just look at where is your time going where would you like your time to be going and where it should be going because then you can write down all of these different things and that's when you can start looking at um oh I have to be a part of this process I um, actually don't need to do that once I show someone or once I build a system and processes where someone can pick it up I actually don't need to be a part of it um, and for some people like me control freak <laughs> with letting things go um, you can always set things up so that no matter what goes out you can sign off on it if that's what you need to feel comfortable or if you are working with someone and you go yep yeah, I don't need to check anything when it comes to xyz there we go. So yeah, that's the first thing is to understand really what are the different steps, things happening in your business and what should be happening. And then once you know that, I think it's um, really good to do some research into the different types of support that you can get um, to know and then figure out which one fits in for you and the kind of what you've come up with. So there are things like getting a virtual assistant or a PA or the different titles that you have under that section where it's kind of, you can get a VA that's mainly like admin. So um, emails and your uh, calendar or responding to people and things like that. And then you've got VAs who are specialized and have a niche. So they're a virtual assistant and they can handle the admin side of things, but their speciality is... um, like systems, like for example, if you need something set up that takes your clients from A to Z, they can set up that system or process for you. If you have someone who specializes in Trello and setting that up so you can end up planning your social media and your day and your goals, everything can be housed in Trello. It's working out what it is that you need from that list that you've created And there are other things like an online business manager. So someone who comes in and will handle things for you, but they kind of outsource it and get it done. So you kind of do a brain dump, love a brain dump. Mm -hmm. Um, You brain dump what it is that you want to get done. What is your big picture vision as the visionary of your business thinking, I want to achieve this. I want to do that. Your um, business manager, online business manager can take that and figure out the how, figure out getting it done on that time scale and then bringing it back to you. Um, Whereas a VA is kind of you're managing that person and saying, here's this task, here's this thing. that's really interesting because I've heard tell and I think it's
0: really hard because there's so many things that you can do and find out about and all these different titles, um, but it's not always clear. So I found that really helpful actually, because I didn't understand the difference between like an OBM and an online business manager and a VA as a virtual assistant. Um, and I knew that there were specialisms, but yeah, that was really helpful. I, uh, thank you for sharing that. I think that that's going to be really helpful for others as well to hear. Yeah. Um, perfect. So is there anything else that you want to kind of bring up or discuss when it comes to organizing your way to success? Start.
1: <laughs> Start. I think a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of those people that wants everything, like I said, to be Monique perfect and just this way or that. But sometimes that can be such a big blocker to getting anything done or making progress. And I know this term is wildly overused, but progress is better than perfection. And getting somewhere is better than staying where you are because you're trying to search for or achieve this kind of really big thing when you could have achieved several smaller things that get you a lot closer. So I would just say, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just start. You will make mistakes and that's completely okay. That's how you learn. That's how you um, kind of reassess and that's how you can improve and make things better. It's very rare that you're just going to start something and everything's just going to be 100% perfect. I think that portrayal that you may see on social media where it seems like someone just started yesterday and now they have all of this success. It's usually not the case. There's usually years of blood, sweat and lots of tears (laughs) that have gone behind getting to that point. So yeah, just start and don't compare your day one to someone's like day 100. That's
0: brilliant advice. I love that so much. I think
1: that, yeah, I
0: think listeners, we've got a bunch of things that have come up out of this. I think the key messages for me would be just get started. Like, like you said, progress is better than perfection. So take that imperfect action, make sure that you know where you're heading and the reason behind the tasks. So you're not just doing busy work to just be busy and to be flexible enough to find a system that works for you, not only on a productivity level, but also on a bigger picture and a day-to-day energy level as well. So, don't look at your organization as just a way to get shit done in your business. This is a way that you can actually make your life flow
1: easier. Would you say yes. that that's kind of a fair summary? Yes, a brilliant, brilliant, amazing summary. And I hope that anyone who's listening is able to take away at least one thing that they can do or implement or think about in a wider way that can then change how they're doing things for the better.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I love my practical advice. So I think that this has been (laughs) an episode chock full of stuff that you can get started with today. Um, Thank you so, so much for joining me today, Monique. This has been absolutely brilliant. Where can the listeners find more about you?
1: Yes. No, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am on Instagram as The Right Stationery. And just to remind the guys that stationary with an E for envelope.
0: (laughs) E for envelope, not A for
1: ain't moving. (laughs) So yes, you can find me at um, on Instagram at The Right Stationery. And I also have my website, which is uh, therightstationery.co.uk. Brilliant. Thank you so much. So I will
0: pop all of the links into the show notes. So if you do want to find out how to be more organised and see some of the beautiful planners that Monique produces, you can go and find all of her all of her good stuff online. So next Thursday, if you want to find out more about Monique, she'll be sharing her business journey and brand story with us in the next episode. So be sure to come back then. And until then, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode and for you to share your organizational tips. So come on over to the community on Instagram or Facebook, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to support the show. And I
1: will see you in the Brand Lounge.